1: It's not too late for Jackson Mahomes to ruin the Pro Bowl. Welcome to a Brian Flores vs. the World edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hartigan. Hey, Tom Brady retired. Last team to beat that guy in the Super Bowl? The Eagles. Okay, moving on. Uh, with us as always, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, just how dark of a place are you in right now?
2: Uh, you know, I'm just right now we'll get into it, but right now I'm just happy that this story of racism permeating the NFL has overshadowed both the Chiefs loss and Tom Brady's retirement.
1: It really has. Uh, Hey, we got Washington Commanders fan Jamel Johnson on the show. I've been waiting a long time to say that Jamel. How does it make you feel?
3: I'll talk to you about that later, Dan. I'm getting pumped <laughs> for the Pro Bowl, baby. Pro Bowl week. Been waiting for this one for a long time. God damn it, Vegas. Here we come.
1: I forgot it was in, I keep forgetting it's in Vegas. I know it's you It's in Las you-
3: Vegas, Daniel.
1: Hey, joining the show today, uh, we have somebody who's happy. We have a comedian and Rams fan, Sam Wiles. What's up, Sam? How you feeling?
3: Hey, guys. Uh,
0: how's it going? Thanks for having me. Congratulations on commanders uh, coming out as a attempt to deflect the racism allegations. I think that was smart.
3: Uh, make people forget about the football to, team name. The cl- the slogan is take command. <laughs> <Unbelievable>. <laughs> take command of what dog? I literally don't have any control of any. Sh- if I do the better I do at my job, I'm going to get fired. <laughs> it, so- it sounds like the, Washington football team is coached by Brené Brown. Like, just... I, um, uh, you see, I, like I said, Pro Bowl time. Let's go to it, Vegas, guys. Flights. It
2: kind of has it has a vibe of take back our country,
3: just a little. Bit. <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> Sam, as I understand it, were you, were you at this NFC Championship game?
0: I was at this NFC Championship game. Yeah, I. Uh... What was that experience like? Oh, it was, I mean, yeah, one of the best sporting events of my life. <laughs> what What is wild is that how, like, spaceship-y and, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, like, golden idol affront to God that stadium is, <laughs> is it is, like, the least efficient thing in the world. Like, everybody waits in two entrances that are a mile apart on either side of the stadium. And, of course, you're putting, like, two – like, real wild, uh, ready-to-fight fan bases next to each other, impatiently yep. trying to get in line. And, like, I watched, like, four fights before I got into the stadium.
3: Were they all Raiders fans?
0: Oh, uh, at least one was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was yeah. very funny. <laughs> Which is, there is inevitably one, yeah, one guy decked out in Raiders gear that was just like, literally there to be like, this is my role here. This is what I, <laughs> yeah, I'm not get get here for out. the game. I do not watch football since 1999 and I'm going <laughs> to jump in, mess and push the people around. Uh, yeah. But the game, I mean, the game itself was uh, great. Like an all timer. Like I, uh, of course, lost faith a thousand times, had to walk around, yep. uh, got uh, wildly upset. Uh, the two strangers next to me were like, we're fine. <laughs> what's your, what's your deal? Uh, but you know, ultimately great. I loved it. I stayed around for the, the, presentation of the nfc trophy and yeah. all that shit i'd never done that that was really fun
1: did did any niners fans uh hang out kind of like you know when you see the player just watching <laughs> the, the the ceremony just like we're gonna be back next year did were there any fans doing that No,
0: that, that mass <laughs> exodus that they showed on tv was real that was funny i uh everyone really liked it and these got roundly booed it was great yeah, that couldn't have been better for me. It's not as like interesting to be like, yeah, my time was great. <laughs> that doesn't feel like the vibe of this <laughs> yeah. podcast. To be like, yeah, it was everything I'd hoped it would be, and uh, I was really uplifted, and I've had like a great time since. It's yeah, that's such that's a fair. thing
2: now that all these players are doing is like, I'm gonna stick around. I'm gonna sit there and what and be the last guy photographed watching the other team win and get their oh, confetti that- back.
3: They make you do that when you're a little kid, dude. <laughs> I know Dan had a coach that made him do that. I had a good, we lost a, like a, you know, a semi or like a championship and the coach made us watch. It sucked. We were in like Chantilly. We were like an hour from the crib. Like, let's just go home, go to McDonald's, <laughs> go home. Did it make you more hungry for a victory though? I mean, sort of, I don't know. It didn't matter that much That's 12 months it. later. That's very
0: funny to do to a high school team where a bunch of the guys are graduating. There's nothing to do the next year. <laughs> what are you going to come back as a 19-year-old and be like, ha-ha, this means something? Like that's I'll insane. be back.
3: I'll be back <laughs> in the parking lot. You'll see.
0: I'm doctoring a birth certificate so I can play offensive tackle.
1: <laughs> uh, hey, Sam, you brought up a good point. We're starting with way too much joy on this show. So let's actually start this show the way we usually do by getting into what we hated about watching football this week. Danny, the floor is yours.
2: Oh, of course it is. And, and I know that you guys think <laughs> I'm going to do what you all want me to do, which is flip out. <laughs> I did hate this game, though, this this chiefs Bengals game. I have to obviously address it. I think what I hated the most about it was that this was the last thing I ever saw coming. This is just the last, out of all of the things, all of the ways that we could have lost, Mahomes eating shit in the entire second half, completely missing guys and not seeing dudes and just throwing crazy dumb picks when we had every opportunity. We had football, not this game. Not even this season. We had the entirety of NFL football right there by the nuts. We had it in our hands. We would be, the narrative would be we're completely unstoppable. We're just a, a juggernaut that can't be killed. We would have annihilated the Rams for the second straight uh, opportunity that we had to play the Rams in the Super Bowl. We blew it again. I just can't believe it happened. And now, This has introduced a new horrible possibility and sense of doubt in every Chiefs season from now on. Like now this could just happen. I didn't think it could. But now it's yet another one of the things that I can feel anxiety about that could possibly occur at any moment in a Chiefs season. Because this was like the craziest moment for it to happen. All of the momentum was going our way. And another thing that I hated about it after that game was over, I realized that I nothing else in the world really interests me. It's only the Chiefs. It seems to be the only hobby that I really have. I like some things. I like movies. You know, I like to cook. But you can't follow those things every day. There's not daily updates on your cooking. It's yes. just fucking... It's... It, I... I can't even enjoy the things. It's left such a hole in my life, such a larger hole than I even realized. I can't go on Twitter. I can't go on YouTube, because most of my YouTube algorithm is geared towards Chiefs highlights. So now it's all triggering. I can't use most of the internet now. Out of pure depression, I finally did it. I bought a FIFA game, and I've just been playing it the last couple of nights. I don't know any of the teams, I don't know any of the rules. I play on the absolute beginner setting, but it's getting me through these nights.
1: <laughs> this is you are you are wandering through the desert right now, my man. Danny's fully is...
3: clothed in the shower playing FIFA. This is insanity. <laughs> He's got Danny. a suit on. Wow. <laughs> the funeral. Hey, Danny. Guess what? Reality bites, brother.
2: I I'm mean, sorry. I knew that it could happen and I knew that it might happen in this game. The Bengals are fine. They're a fine team, just aggressively fine. And anything can happen on any given Sunday. But like that, like that Patrick Mahomes, when the first half was so clean, so beautiful.
1: Yeah. Sam, I don't know if you had the same experience I did. I also attended the, the Rams Niners game. Uh, and when you're standing in one of those really long lines, You know, I didn't have great service. So some people did. And you're hearing uh, the the video screen is playing the Chiefs Bengals game from inside. And you're hearing these just thousands of people just groaning or just agonizing and just in disbelief. Like you're not really seeing what's happening, but you know, you're going to get the update on the ESPN app like 30 seconds later. And people are in complete shock, Danny. Like no one is believing what they're seeing. When he's taking those sacks at the end of the game, it's just like you're watching every NFL fan just looking around, like wondering what the fuck is happening right now. We won the fucking coin toss in overtime. That's yeah. when it, it's over when that happens.
3: <sighs> when he was pack, backpedaling on every like scramble opportunity, it just felt wrong.
2: What were the Bengals doing? What what secret sauce? Did they really have that this guy's never that's what, seen? That's him?
0: what I couldn't figure out is like they were, it was like they were running a coverage he'd never seen. And it's like, that doesn't feel possible. Right. Like, what did they like?
1: I, so, I don't know.
0: It feels like they were doing so, like doing something he'd never observed. And it's like, that doesn't feel possible for Pat Mahomes at this point. And only in the second half, only right. then. And yeah, then you yeah. so be...
2: feel like he could adjust to it, figure out something, maybe run the damn ball. But I know Andy doesn't like to do that. It's just, if if you had been there, Jamel was there during the game actually. Me and Jamel, we observed these events together and yeah. you can vouch for the people. I was optimistic. I was optimistic pretty much until the very end. I was actually for the first time ever as a Chiefs fan and a football fan. <laughs> I was believing in the in the in the positive outcome and it let me down. So never again. <laughs>
1: And we've been trying to instill that into you as well. Just like, Danny, you got to enjoy this stuff. You have the best team. You have the best player. And uh, that's our fault, as usual, for uh, trying to make you believe. Um, Yeah, I think what I've seen in the second half is they started dropping eight, and they had two deep. And for whatever reason, they were just unwilling to to just dink and dunk down the field, even though they're up. But they don't want to run the ball either. It was very confusing.
3: Holmes wasn't trying to run. My well they had a spy on him the game. The whole time. Yeah. No, they didn't.
1: In the second half, they did. They
3: did. The, yo, the one at the end of the half, he was supposed to score dog. And this now we wouldn't be talking about any that's, of that, this. That's true. I agree with that. I at can't the end the let game, it go.
2: He should have Travis Kelsey was wide open. His guy. His guy who he always sees. Wide open at the goal. Good ready to fucking shoulder a dude and plow his way into the end zone for a beautiful perfect going into the super bowl victory and uh, now we got to pretend like joe burrow is a fucking god even though he put up 20 fucking points or whatever he barely did what he would what he, all the analysts said you got to score 35 to beat the chiefs motherfucker maybe got maybe maybe 20 of those are really his
3: well the analysts are dumb have you ever read a fantasy football blurb these people are idiots <laughs> they are good
1: point uh, last thought on this game. We'll talk about the game more. But uh, Danny, I just wanted to – it reminded me, this is a tiny taste of what it felt like to be an Eagles fan in the 2000s. Your team How did is I in, know that Dan team,
3: was going to make this about himself?
1: Your team, both of it, y'all. At least it's not is a about lot the Cowboys. Better. Your God team is a lot it. better than that team. I know that. But we, at the time, fully expected to be in the Super Bowl every year. Had a great team, would lose really stupid playoff games. It really was painful that whole time. And I thought the Chiefs were graduated from that, but it seems like maybe they're closer to that than they are, this super team. I don't know what are you trying to say, Dan?
2: You're trying to say fire Andy Reid? Is that what you're trying to say? You're trying to say fucked up, dumb shit like that? Fire Andy Reid and blow it all up and end up with a a fluky Doug Peterson Super Bowl (laughs) and then mediocrity for the next 50 years.
1: (laughs) I'm trying to say... I think I understand more than maybe other fans
0: can. Uh, Sam, what'd you hate about watching football this week? I I admittedly didn't uh, have a lot to hate. Here is a thing I hate generally about my team cannot stop like tripping over their dicks on like this attempted cultural fan base shit of like Rebel Wilson introing like introing Michael Buffer to Mm. Do let's get ready to rumble before the kickoff. It's like what Finn diagram has people who like the Rams and know who Rebel Wilson is and are thrilled that it's she's introducing Michael Buffer. It's like what is happening? Also, the two best Rams games of my life that I've attended are Rams Chiefs, the like insane one in the in the Coliseum. That's a good one, uh, and that was great. And then this one, and cherished memories. A little bit stained by having to sit through a Chainsmokers concert, both times, <laughs> both <Why>? times, both <laughs> times. That's who that who was at halftime.
3: <laughs> I that thought they the knew assistance. you were coming. They knew you were coming, dude. Oh
0: my! What what is their weird emotional attachment? It's like Stan Kroenke's like granddaughter married to one of these douche nozzles. Like what is happening? That every every good sports memory of mine has to be associated with the Chainsmokers.
2: You're so Ooh. right. There is no, there is no centered fan base that they are catering to. They're trying to figure out who their fans are.
0: They've got a touch of it is they they have this mariachi band in stadium and I think it rips. It's really fun. People go ape shit and I really like it. And I think that's great is like lean into like anytime they even a little bit lean into like, you know, uh, like. Mexican car culture or anything, people go apeshit. They love it. And then they keep being like, and you know what <laughs> you Cholos also love? Alternative comedian Rebel Wilson. <laughs> and then she comes out, like steps in a hole or something. It's like, what? Who's this for? Uh, so that's what I hated.
2: <laughs> do you feel, because you're an old school Rams fan from the St. Louis days, that's what the people need to know. Mm-hmm. You are not an LA yeah. Phony, yes. you are legitimate. Yeah. You've been through the shitty years of the Rams. You've been through the move. Do you uh, resent these new fans that might be popping up?
0: Uh, no, because I just like c- come aboard. That's like what I that I that's all I care about is like I would like there to be more Rams fans so we don't have to keep being like look how sold out the stadium, look how red the stadium is, or whatever. It's like, as though it has nothing to do with, like, ticket price or, like, absolutely, like, shit, freezing out anyone who doesn't make, a, like, $100,000 a year. Uh, like, it's just more Rams fans would be great. I don't resent them at all. And, like, St. Louis, St. Louis Rams fans were great. They, like, they filled up, uh, you know, Edward Jones every Sunday to watch Sean Hill uh get his like head cleanly hey. knocked off his body
3: Sean and... Hill that's what I was thinking about the other day <laughs> University sense. of Maryland legend Sean Hill yeah. god damn thank you Sam Yeah yeah so
0: I mean St Louis Rams were great but I don't know it's just not it's not in the cards it's cool that uh LA has a team again that it used to have The Chargers should go to St Louis and then we'd all be happy that's fine What are they using that dome for What's what's goes oh, on there? Man. <laughs> uh mostly the in one Lincoln? chance pokers concert a year. It, <laughs> yeah. St. Louis. Still booking them. <laughs> it is yeah, uh card via Bush Stadium spillover, uh Auto shows places places where they can uh dump uh ballots in a mayoral race or something. Yep. Nice.
1: Jamel, what'd you hate about watching football this week?
3: I mean, I hated a lot of things about football this week. Yeah, I hated sure. that it took me this long to win the picks. I hated that I had to witness Danny's last glimmer of light in his eyes <laughs> go out. I had to see that in person. I, and, I, you, and a part of that, you know what I hate? I hated that. I am I'm on the wrong side of football. That's what this weekend taught me. I put on my nicest Chiefs jersey. Of three possible Chiefs jerseys, I put on the best one. I came to Danny's all-pump. Game got blown to smithereens. Obviously, my team is ass. Doom follows me. And I'm just sorry that I brought that to your house, man.
2: It's not you, man. It's, Pat, it's, it's uh, Jackson Mahomes. Oh, no, it was, man.
3: On. Nah, you got to understand, it was, man. Because you don't even know what I was thinking during the game, dude. I was trying trying to to stop it in my head, like Professor X, dude. But it was like a battle inside my noggin that I couldn't stop.
2: And I I don't even want. I can't blame you for a Chiefs loss. I mean, it could have been any of the number of factors. You know, maybe I bought the wrong hot dogs. Maybe I sat
3: in the wrong chair. You never know what you did. Well, possibly. You know what? It might be bigger than just me. Maybe football just isn't for black people. Maybe that's (laughs) what I. You know, that's kind of what I'm landing on. But uh, Brian Flores seems to agree. You don't need us anymore. Once you got, I mean, there's our. It might be time. It might be time for for me to just leave football alone. It's kind of how I felt. I'm gonna one more Pro Bowl and I'm out, guys. That's kind of where I am mentally.
0: You You know why that's bullshit is j- there's commanders gear to be bought.
3: No, <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, you that's know because you know you no. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what the actual truth is. There's football team gear to be bought. I'm buying up everything football team related. And that's it. I'm not wearing that commander shit. I don't even fuck with the military. You know how many times <laughs> I, I said I'm not going to the military like eight times.
2: That's true. I mean, this, sh- this show is notably uh, anti-troops. I think we've, we've kind of built our brand around that. I hate the troops. I'm kneeling
0: right now. <laughs> you guys can't see it.
3: Man, you've been holding your laptop like that, yeah. or do you have like a you have a kneeling desk? I have a kneeling stand that I bought when I decided <laughs> I was
0: going to protest more things. Okay. <laughs> what um, would
2: get you right. into the commanders? I, just before, I know Dan's going to have to move on, but how could they convince you?
3: Win a Super Bowl.
0: Okay.
3: You have to win a Super Bowl and then I'll be convinced. Anything before that count me out.
0: Taylor Taylor Heineke wins it, thanks
3: Trump personally. Yep. That'd be nice. Cool. He told me to run the the QB <laughs> keeper. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that because I know it's impossible. It'll never take place. And that's more from the Heineke standpoint. Trump will be the president tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Heineke ain't winning shit.
1: <laughs> um quickly I want to get back to this Flores stuff, but I first wanted to say goodbye to Jimmy G. I hated that, the, you know, I, not like I love this person as a player, but we did have some fun together and we got to hate on him as a handsome person that we could collectively be like, fuck that guy. He's too handsome. Um, but he'll never make it here again. I think that's the end of the Jimmy G experience as a, as a planet. He's done. That's it. It's completely over. He's going to be relegated to the Jared Goffs of the world. He doesn't matter. Maybe he'll win a week seven game that kind of fucks up one of your picks. But that's all this guy's going to do anymore. So our Jimmy G run is gone. So I'm just saying goodbye to Jimmy G. That's all I wanted to say. That I hated the way it ended for him. The way that we knew it would, basically. Yeah,
3: the way it had to, man. This was destined.
1: Uh, And then, okay, so let's get into the Brian Flores versus the NFL. Um, We know this is what uh, Brian Flores has alleged. The Dolphins owner, Stephen Ross, offered him $100,000 to intentionally lose games so they could tank and get better picks. Uh, Then the league jerks him around by sending him to these interviews for jobs that he's never going to actually get because they already have selected the person that they want to hire. And then within an hour of this coming out, the NFL says these allegations have zero merit, which is hilarious because they've spent months investigating deflated balls, but this has no merit. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to open it up. This is new. This is uh, breaking stuff. I think it just came out yesterday. Uh, What do we think here? Uh, Other than obviously this is happening all the time.
3: Mind if I just go to the bathroom? Yeah, you you don't need to hear this. (laughs) Thanks, bud. Man, <laughs> what the fuck do you want me to say? This has been I'm going on the- for a thousand years, and then <laughs> here comes the Washington Commanders. Dude, we knew it was the Commanders for a whole month already. Just, what? who cares? Why are you leaking this? We got bigger shit going on. Shameful, is what it was.
2: That is the conversation that we had via text, was that, that, that I think... we we all believe and I definitely do that the commander's quote unquote leak was just a distraction point. It was because Dan Snyder had to, had to, you know, bite the shit donut and be the one after such a horrible season of mismanaging his team had to be the one. Why do we have to be the
3: ones every time we're doing this? Like not only are we evil, we're like, we're not even cool. Like we are clearly the hoes. We are just evil hoes. The evil
0: doesn't pay off at all. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It
1: might have in new England. We're
3: the white lady that they make hold the gun in the bank robbery against her will. I didn't want to kill him. I swear. Yeah, you did Cindy. That's why you pulled the trigger. Would that you're help an evil you evil bitch?
2: Would that help you get on board the Washington team? Is if you guys kind of lean into your evil and you're sort of the Cobra Commanders, like the we're Become the villain.
3: Properly evil? Yeah, it'll take one more jersey change. The next round of jersey edits we will probably get it right.
2: I mean, there's nothing, uh, you know, three other white guys can really say besides like to us, well, it's incredibly obvious what's going on.
3: Here's what I'd like to say. I'd like to thank Bill Belichick for uh, bringing this to our eyes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I don't know how did he do this. Is it because he's an old man who just texted the wrong Brian? He just looked at a Brian in his contacts. He
0: does. He does sign his texts like Hulk Hogan. Like signs his tweets <laughs> like <laughs> BB. And you're like, all right, man, this is definitely a mistake. And yeah, Bruce, and Bruce Arian
1: signed that. Uh, same way when the a- the Antonio Brown text came out. So maybe this is just how old people text and mm. we're just finding out through NFL coaches. They think they're writing a letter every time they text.
3: <laughs> uh, and Brian Flores, you just said thanks. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, Bill. Just, hey, uh, thanks for the fucking evidence. Thanks for the rock-solid <laughs> <laughs> indictment. Thank you, dude. Because, Jesus. I mean... A hundred grand a game is such a low ball. <laughs> what a shitty...
1: Step that shit
3: up. You a, a a, an NFL win is worth millions of dollars. Mm. So to say a loss is only worth a hundred K, fuck no, dude. Like, if they had said a million a game, yeah, sure, I'm tanking. I'm tanking. <laughs> I'm putting fucked up stuff into a cereal. Yeah, I'll tank it. Well, he's asking For you to a ruin million? your career.
2: He's asking right. you to go... Fucking My career is, 1 yeah. and 15 in a season so that you can be on the chopping block and no other people will hire you so you can scoop up what? 1.5 mil.
3: And that's what I'm saying. I mean, I think $15 million is worth that knowledge. $15 million is like, okay, I'm going to get to coach the Dolphins for a year and a half, and then they're going to hire – the dumbest guy in the world mm-hmm. to replace me, who happens to be like, you know, the nephew of uh, Samsung North America's, you know, whoever the <laughs> fuck ass fuck, you know what I mean? Like, who cares? Let me just take this cash, get out of here, start NFL Bahamas or something.
1: <laughs> so let's uh, let, let's move on. Okay, Danny had texted us. What what's that secret recipe? What does it take to get to the Super Bowl? Because clearly, we no one has any real idea, or at least there's no exact blueprint, because the Chiefs, on paper, have everything you need, and it just didn't work out. Uh, so, Danny, in your opinion, what does it take to get to the Super Bowl?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's it. You know, I, was, I texted that to you in the smoldering crater of our season, just to think, like, you know, it's not the best team. It's not the most well-coached. Everybody, all these pundits who are dumb, as we've established, they feel like... They know the formula. Like It's a oh, great coach with great QB, or it's a good, a solid O-line, or it's, you know, the trenches or whatever. It's, it's none of that shit. It's, it's, there has to be something else. There's, there's just some other reason because there's no other consistency in who makes the Super Bowl. And I think, I believe the biggest factor is you have to have a stupid narrative. You have to have that stupid narrative that everybody gets behind that both your team and the media echoes back at each other until you really believe it. And you have to trick yourself into believing your stupid narrative more than the other team believes their dumb fuck narrative. Like the Eagles, it really I feel like this really began in earnest in the new era with the Eagles with those fucking dog masks. We're the underdogs. No one believes in us. No one thinks we can do it. We're going to put these dog masks on, and Nick Foles is going to win these games. It wasn't because Nick Foles was better than anybody. He certainly wasn't better than Tom Brady. I think we'll see that when Nick Foles finally decides to retire. It's just that feeling that they got, and they let the media amplify it, and then it became a thing. And it works every year, even probably before that, but definitely since then, following year. It was the Rams and the the Patriots. Now it's Tom's done. No one believes in us. This new defense is going to kill old man Tom Brady. He goes and wins it. After that, Patrick Mahomes. Fucking, you know, that year we're always down. We're down two touchdowns every game. We're always backs against the wall. No one believes in us. Then we won that. Because we felt it more than the other team the the Niners had nothing. What do they care? They were just happy to be there. And then after that, the Bucks. Tom's done again. Belichick's gonna win the divorce. No one believes in us. We lost that year and this year because everybody said Patrick's the Grim Reaper. Patrick's a badass. And the other guy got to bask in the no one believes in us thing. This year Burrow is fucking he looks like fucking Bill and Ted, and Patrick's the Grim <laughs> Reaper. And of course, you think it's you think he's going to be unstoppable, but Bill and Ted want to play fucking Jenga or whatever it is, and somehow they win the fucking game. So now, Mister Stupid Cool is in the Super Bowl. Stafford gets there because he's never been there before. Jimmy G had been there and he blew it. Stafford got to be the nobody believes in us sixty five percent Niners fans in the crowd, and I'm I was a fucking lion. I was a lion. That's all you need to win the Super Bowl. Just having gone from the lions to a good team, you will be in the Super Bowl. And Jimmy G just couldn't convince himself of his stupid narrative. So it's, it's just that. It's come up with a dumb thing, believe it like you're in a cult, and you'll go to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, and Danny, I was... Mine was very similar to yours. I think you have to be able to pitch it. It's an elevator pitch. Mm-hmm. Each Super Bowl has to be an elevator pitch. And if you have... Too, if it's too long, too wordy, or too many problems, uh, the studio exec gets mad. Yep. Like, this year, we kept telling you to re- take, take Jackson and Brittany out of this script. And then you kept turning in draft after draft with these assholes not removed. All right. And so we... <laughs> I
2: mean, can- We're gonna drop
1: the pretense
2: here. They had nothing to do with this. Anybody who says that is so fucking dumb. I had to pass. I had to pass on the script, Danny, because Uh, it's hilarious. You You
3: really, you really think Britney doesn't have a like a mic in his? He does. She doesn't have a headset that he can hear. You really (laughs) don't think they gave her a speaker? She has her own speaker, like it's on. So one side is Aaron, the enemy. She wants Any to win. Side?
2: She wants to win just like the rest of us do. She wants to spray champagne it's, on her lessers.
3: It's just her asking him what where they're going for dinner later. Where do you want to go? I don't know. We oh, we had sushi yesterday.
2: All right, then divorce her. You know, let's see what happens. Mix it up. <laughs> we're not
1: married yet,
3: which leave, is leave uh, you,
2: leave your newly wife and child and see if that can get you to the Super Bowl again, Pat.
1: Well, like you were saying, we've got the Kurt Warner movie. Um Like you, Danny, you did some of these Super Bowls. New Goat versus Old Goat. That was Brady Mahomes. Mm -hmm. Year before, Mahomes beats the hottest man alive to save masculinity. Andy Reid gets his first. (laughs) (laughs) Then we get the Brady villain sequel with Rams Patriots. Youngest coach of all time to go to a Super Bowl. That was that narrative. Before that, we get Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Right? Where we get to kill off Brady. But then we also had to kill off Carson Wentz.
3: The Super Bowl didn't used to have narrative.
1: It does
2: not Iron Man.
1: I just <laughs> yes, say, he is real quick.
3: Well, okay, no, okay. Sorry. Well, their narratives. I think the narratives start with Ray Lewis beating a murder charge, and sure. then every Super <laughs> yes, Bowl right. after that has a yeah. Okay. I mean,
0: it's it, it's yeah. Everybody got Marvel brain, so then there's like a a long winding narrative. But like yep. in the '90s, it was like, ah, is the team from San Diego good? was
2: it actually really started it you know just to plumb the depths of this premise it must have really started with that rams brady first super bowl the greatest show on turf versus yeah. the the new kid on the block the little fresh-faced little bitch tom brady and you guys gave it away and now we have to live with this narrative culture
0: and nobody believed in
1: that for a while though i thought joe burrow new fresh-faced kid on the block
0: so, somebody, somebody I was with at the game called had a like a, a slip and called Joe Burrow Jim Brewer, and he does <laughs> he does kind of look like a very like a much better looking Jim Brewer. He
3: does, he does. Got Go those, he's got
0: those eye bags like Jim Brewer.
3: Yeah, oh God, the same kind
0: of color palette.
3: Uh, I'd like to give an honorable mention to Bangles kid, the kid who was rapping the Drake's verse in Knife Talk during the Raiders game. I think he is directly responsible for some of the success. Dan was very early on knife talk kid. We should have all seen it coming. Yeah. He, uh, you know, you're going to want to familiarize yourself with this video, Sam. He represents, you got a big task Check ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, and lastly, you know, infinity war that's Brady comeback against the Falcons. Uh, Sam, what does it take to win a Super <laughs> Bowl, in your opinion?
0: Uh, I have kind of a two-pronged answer. The kind of semi-serious answer, and not to like get all, uh, you know, Bill Simmons about it, but the like I do think if you put like if the key cogs of your team personally have less pressure, that you're that helps so much. Like Stafford, everyone said there's like a ton of pressure on Stafford. It's like nah, Stafford won three, won two playoff games, didn't feel it at all. He's like, you have any idea how bad my football life was before this? Like all season, I don't think Stafford's felt much pressure because he's like, look how much better my life is. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if this doesn't. They're not going to get rid of me. Like, I don't, I, that, that, uh, that throw that beat Tampa is like, yeah, he's not affected. If they'd lost that game, his life would be pretty good still, comparatively to like, you know, since 2011.
3: Yeah, that's true. And
0: I think the same with it's like Shanahan had like more pressure in his head and like, uh, you know, the Chiefs had, like, so much more pressure. The Bengals had none the whole pl- that whole playoff run. Like, if you're just playing with house money the whole time, that helps so much. Yeah. And the other answer is, I do think part of what's helping the Rams is uh, this weird, newfound religious fanaticism. Like, someone got a Bible in that locker room, and it made everyone – it made the craziest guys on the team a thousand times crazier. This matters. Like, all Jalen Ramsey posts now is just, like, Bible verses – and he like desperately wants to commit murder. And like, he, like you get there, like every, like Odell Beckham now is like insanely religious. Like he's, you know, like beyond what he used to do, like all their shit now, like they are hyper-focused. And I don't know if like there's something about being alive now that made them be like, well, we feel apoc- like the apocalypse is coming like all the time. If we can focus this all into our weird prayer group uh, I do think it like it did, did give them some kind of strange mission. But also everyone on the team who's religious is insane. So it helped.
3: Uh, I got five words for you. The answer, hanging out with Kanye West. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that, that checks out. And uh, strangely enough, the reason I'm nodding my head so uh, vigorously is because during the Eagles Super Bowl run. I'm I'm sorry to keep bringing this one up, but uh, mm. Malcolm Jenkins tells this story about how guys were getting baptized in the locker room that season because of Nick Foles's like crazy um, big cock, just faith. Yeah, and so <laughs> yeah, so, so much
0: like it rubbed just... so much like the army. You like need yeah, to have cool. like religion to like give you a drive, like a reason to go like break your brain.
2: Also, something about living in L.A. does make you feel like Judgment Day is coming soon.
0: Totally. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> uh, Jamel, talk to us. What, what's it take?
3: You know, what it takes to make the Super Bowl is have a white guy catching passes for you. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Cooper I Cop- think ever since uh, Wes Welker, yeah. honorable mention of Ricky Prohl, who might be white. Oh, he might Ricky not. Prol? Sam, you could clarify for me. I thought he was albino. <laughs> is Ricky Prohl a white guy? Yeah. He's at the bare minimum white. <laughs> if not, he's... Um, that's, yeah, fair.
0: Uh, I might be in play.
3: Fair enough. Ed McCaffrey, uh, Mark Shemura, not pictured. Dallas uh, Clark. All, <laughs> yeah, look. You need a white Jordy guy. Who's that white guy who caught that two-point conversion for the Bengals, Dan?
1: Oh, his name escapes yeah. me. Brady uh, McWhite. Brady McWhite. That was his name. Brady
3: McWhite. Uh, head. Trent, Him, Taylor. Trent Taylor. That fool. Uh, I mean, dude. And he was the on Rams the Niners. a couple of years ago. The Rams ago. got multiple whites out there. Ooh. Skrullnik? What does he, he... Does <laughs> he got, even have hands? He doesn't even have much. hands.
0: He was he's listed got, as a... A t- as a wide receiver tight end athlete on certain uh, draft boards <laughs> Jeez, Where they were like he, he played four years of college they didn't totally figure out what his deal was so this really, can't be good. literally
3: can't catch yeah he is out there with mannequin arms mm. well they got they were like he is
0: like a sixth he's like a seventh round special teams pick because he was a great special teamer and then he has fucked up like five or six punt coverages also so I don't know. Understand the Skaronic era; they love because you
3: just need a white guy doing things, man. That just ke- keeps the football gods <laughs> off your radar. That just keeps the, the 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 ref reviews more on your favor. It keeps everything yeah. on your side, man. And they got to be full time white guys. None of that Travis Kelsey crap. He's full time, <laughs> but I mean Mahomes.
2: You what you need is a pair of white best friends on the same side of the ball. If you got two white guys, a white quarterback with a white wide receiver that white bro energy permeates the entire they do have to hang out they Have to
3: hang out for sure yeah. gotta hang out at applebee's on a date night
1: <laughs> i was driving home from that from that uh rams niners game and i was listening to talk radio and it was like rams beat writers or, or reporters or whatever and they were talking about who's the most important player on the team was, and they said Ben Skrernick or whatever the hell his <laughs> name is. He had dropped the touchdown pass in that game, and he they were could like, have "That guy ended the game." He was like, "That guy, uh, he, he's a menace on special teams."
0: And I'm like, "This is who you're crediting? It was God, amazing. this league is racist. Was, is racist. Jesus Christ, multiple, Eight, multiple 85%, times. Eighty-five percent, eighty-five percent of the league
2: is just the greatest black athletes on earth." And, and white guys run everything. White guys get all the headlines.
3: Welcome to town, guys. This is what <laughs> it is.
1: <laughs> um, Sam, where can we find you? Uh, what what are you working on?
0: Uh, uh, you can listen to my podcast. It's called Fight Island. It's uh, really stupid. We just talk about who would win in a fight. Uh, Jamel's been on. It's, uh, true. it's real dumb. We just pick a, a pop culture category and talk about who would win in a fight in that in that category? Sometimes it's like uh, Seinfeld. It'll be like, who would win a fight between Jerry and Kramer? Um, sometimes Kramer. it's more abstract. It's like, who wins uh, of the month's August versus October, something like that. And it's real dumb. Uh, check it out. And uh, follow me on Twitter, at VoteSamWiles. Um, lately, I'm just tweeting Ram stuff and replying to people, so it's kind of a hard follow in general. But, uh, yeah. And then, uh, and then I write fiction sometimes. So I've got some, some fiction pieces out coming out in the next couple of weeks.
2: And so. before you go, do you have, I won't say a prediction because we're not quite there yet, but how do you feel about the Rams going into this matchup?
0: Oh, I feel pretty good. The theme of the Rams season is dominate the first half, freak out because you can't run the ball, and then it's a real toss-up at the end. So I, I hope that they just get like an insane lead in the first half. And then the Jim Brewer magic uh, only works a little <laughs> bit. And really my prediction is like, is like, I think it's gonna be lower scoring than people think. I think it's going to be like 24, 14.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, my first thought is you, your defensive line is just going to turn their, their shitty O line into fucking cotton candy and a glass of water. Yeah,
0: And, and like and the Bengals, like gave, obviously the story is like giving up a million sacks to all these guys. It's like Aaron Donald is so much faster than every defensive tackle they've played, like including like Chris Jones is obviously like very fast and very long. He blew Donald it. Donald is like short area fast <laughs> in he, a way that like I don't think Burrow can get away from. He had so one job
2: I, and he blew it. Aaron Donald will not <laughs> blow the assignment.
0: I, I, Aaron Donald does seem deeply, deeply crazy, and I love it. He is, like, the number one guy I would pick to be on a football team. I think he is, like, maybe single-handedly willing them to go. Do you see him try to choke DJ Humphreys? That is his attitude yeah. 100% of the time. He is insane. He he. When he was a rookie, Chris Long told that story of he ripped an offensive lineman's face mask off his helmet oh, for, like, fucking with him. He separated it from his helmet. He pulled the screws off. That's, like, his move. If you'll watch him get in a tussle with somebody, which he does a lot, is he is trying to separate the face mask from their helmet because that's like his his hand strength well, is so insane.
3: That makes sense. If you don't have a face mask, you can't play.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, mean, I think Aaron Dillon could be Super Bowl MVP. He might have like five sacks.
3: Uh, I might have money look out it. for the look out for Von Miller to pick up them double team scraps.
0: Yeah, yeah. Von Miller feels good. You can tell it's nice.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, Fight Island. Aaron Donald versus Boomer Asiacin. Look forward to that <laughs> one <laughs> next episode. Uh, oh, wait, we wow,
0: Boomer Esiason to hell.
3: Uh, be uh, hard, follow
1: man. Vote, Sam Wiles. Sam, thank you for joining us. Thank you, guys.
3: Support for today's program is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. That's right, baby. It's Sports Drink, a a digital community trying to bridge the gap between sports and not sports. They got a bunch of good podcasts. Some would even say great, including this one, you little bitch. Find them at sportsdrink.com. At sportsdrink.com. No vowels, that's at S-P-R-T-S-D-R-N-K. Just like the word sports drink, no vowels. All we ask is you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let that damn funk out. It's sports drink. It's a newly created internet community. It's online. It's on your socials. It's happening today. You better, get, you better take your ass over there.
1: After we learn the results of these two games, it uh, fills me with regret to, to inform everybody that Jamel Johnson has officially won the picks this season. Uh, he is going to be awarded $100 to a Red Lobster
3: or an Islands. I, I mean, think Islands was decided.
1: that we were, we're going to Islands on. this season. We go uh, head,
3: I'm headed to the Island right now. Look at me.
1: It looked dicey, though. The Bengals win the first game, and then it's everything comes. Niners are up ten, Dude. and it's just like, is this really going to happen?
3: I could not believe it was zero zero at the end of the first quarter. I was just like, why won't God let me go to Islands? Well, you're
1: going, baby. You're going to you're going to Islands.
3: I would like to thank uh, Sean McVay, Chunky Soup, mm-hmm. uh, my mom, of course, Jimmy G. Uh, yes, El Santo Jimmy. Uh, and, um, yeah, Potomac Senior High Football rules. Go Panthers.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, I guess we could pick the Super Bowl. We'll wait probably till next week to make our official picks there. But uh, You want
3: to pick the Pro Bowl?
1: Sure. I, I, I'll take the AFC.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, I, especially the if Mahomes is playing. I'm going to do I the mean,
2: same. <laughs> now that we got Chiefs on the Pro Bowl the AFC squad, they're unstoppable.
3: Yeah. We should have won. My AFC had a... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's,
1: let's talk a little bit more about uh, these past, the championship games. Uh, it's my favorite Sunday of the football year. I know the divisional round is really good, too, because you get two full days of really good games. But the two champions, it was hard for me because I had to really miss the second half of that Chiefs-Bengals game. And, you know, I was in transit. You're waiting in line to get into a stadium. Phone's not really working. So it was killing me to to really not be just – glued to the screen it was a weird experience you know uh, i just come crazy. back and watch the whole thing on youtube
3: It see i'm shocked that we haven't heard that mahomes is hurt yet usually after a um shocking loss you hear the best team's players have been playing with a cracked sternum or you know what i'm saying like there's always something crazy wrong with him and the way he was playing i swear i was like he was so hesitant to run compared to how he played in the Bills game. It's actually pretty annoying that they even bothered winning that game just to put up this fucking dingus of a game. Josh Allen wouldn't have done that to us. It wasn't
2: a dingus of a game. It was a dingus of a half. That second half after, that's we, missed, yeah. after we missed out on points at the end of the first half, which that's when it felt, would have
3: been the game. Demoralizing. Once again, take the three points. Demoralizing. Yeah. Like, we don't even need to... I believe that Mahomes could have walked in NFL blitz style had he just ran to the right yeah. on that last play. Yeah, but no it's anymore. five seconds left. Just take your three points. Hey, Andy, we're doing great. Just take your points and get in the locker room. It's just nice to see more points on the board.
2: You know, that's true. And each season... Really teaches us something new about the game of football. I feel there's an overall story of the season that gets told and becomes a, a part, becomes a talking point of the following season, or becomes a, a big adjustment that the rest of the league makes. And I think mm-hmm. now it's the
3: anti analytics don't
2: fucking go for it all the time. Sometimes it you should need a be, fucking field least. goal
3: story for sure. I mean, I hope that's the case because. That was the definitely the story of these playoffs. Take your fucking points and be happy.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what I thought was going to ultimately burn the Bengals in this game was the first couple games they were settling for field goals so much against the Raiders and against the Titans. But as you're saying like th- that shit adds up. You know, you look up and 12 points later you're in a game because You got points on those drives.
3: And they have the best kicker in the league. I mean, aside from Justin Tucker, That's crazy. That little kid is in money bags.
1: He is. With McPherson.
3: Yeah. He's gonna be around for a while.
2: I I would rather enjoy that guy's career than fucking Joe Burrow with his fucking cigars trying to be cool. He's like twelve. He looks like Kevin McAllister and he's (laughs) he's annoying because he's everywhere. I guess this is what happened a couple of years ago with Mahomes, so uh, I guess it's just desserts for me, but I still don't like it. It's just you you ascend someone to this godlike status, and then they can't help but fuck it up.
1: So well, what do you do? Let's talk, let's talk about that. Let's talk about Mahomes' mortality, Danny. Uh, there was an inevitability about this guy. We got the Grim Reaper quote, and I still think he's the best player, but there are these weird spurts that he plays in now that it, it pops up in the worst times, it feels like. And I don't count last year's Super Bowl. I thought he actually played one of his best games there. He was just couldn't – he had no time to throw at all. So that was just a just a terrible confluence of bullshit. But uh, this one he played badly in the second half. And, like, what yeah. is that? I don't know. And I can't I, – I, I will never have an answer for it. And
2: the fear is that you end up like Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees, where you're a great quarterback who just can't get the right team – around to bring him back um the unfortunate part is that this was mahomes's fault and that there's no getting around it everybody else played well even the defense kind of he just didn't do it he didn't have it in the second half because he was flummoxed and uh i mean, I I guess know, there was, right, there was some truth
3: my bad It was some truth to what Dan was saying about um kind of like they played that perfect game like Mahomes had to use one of his demonic orbs. And so Tom and Aaron Rodgers, they had twelve. They get twelve because they're white guys. Mahomes is half white, so he only gets six. He's already used one. That was on the Bills this year. And then he couldn't you can only get one a playoff. So he kind of lost the juice. He was playing scared.
2: Just yeah, in the second half, which was let's be he was he was on fire in the first half when he was twenty one to
1: three. when they, when they went up 14-0 or 14-3 and 14-3. Kelsey is dancing, I'm just like, this fucking game's over. Like, I really yeah. was it, like, it, it, this it. is a... When Kelsey's loose like that and it's just, they looked unstoppable, I'm just like... I felt okay leaving to go see this other game. I was like, I mean, I can't wait to watch the highlights later, but this one feels like we know where it's going. And, that, and then the end of the half thing was when you get that little nag in the back of your head like ah, oh, fuck they really needed some points there it's just like it
3: was a scene from mighty ducks three this happens in mighty ducks three mm. when they go to the private school yeah yeah they blow a game like they were up 10 anyway. i still think the the chiefs
1: are probably the best team which is why it's so strange like a couple uh, new linemen
3: get... they'll be how right you... back Tyree, well, we're, the we're line we're was need, okay. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to need fine. to
2: redo the defense a little bit. It's not going to be the, the
1: same team. Needs, Tyreek Hill, no catches after halftime. Three points total after halftime, including overtime. Like This happened to the to them against the Bengals the last time they played, and it's just like, it, it, I, it defies logic. I don't know how to explain it. I still and don't the understand.
3: Team, they do not trust McCall Harvin. Harvin was begging for the ball. He, was. he played well. He, he was fine. And, and they then, weren't looking for him. a possession can't... guy. You guys need to uh, – uh, what's his face was missing? You know what I mean? Um, um, From the Bills. Sammy Watkins. Yeah. Just a big target guy. Like we... Kelsey. Kelsey's getting doubled and Tyreek's getting doubled. And you got McCole who's like looking to go deep too. You need somebody who could just sit in them zones.
2: Look, there's going to be some Chiefs chatter in the offseason. Yeah. In the juju sweepstakes and the OBJ, to a lesser extent, uh, but then a greater extent to the OBJ sweepstakes, which would be great, and uh, because the Rams can't afford them, and then uh, possibly maybe like an Allen Robinson or something like that. I don't know if it fixes anything because some other leak might pop up on the ship, and then you got to deal with that. But that is the number one thing that I think was the problem, and I don't even think anything was the problem. I mean, all of that stuff could have been overcome. It was just Mahomes getting squirrely in the second half for some And the play calling
1: just run the fucking ball. They were like breaking off five yard runs no matter what. It was so and Clyde seemed like he was running well, like and McKinnon was playing well.
2: I think in you know fucking injury. I think what we might find out is that Patrick Mahomes is like a secret agent and he was forced to do this to stop a terrorist threat or, you know, some kind of bomb in the stadium or something. <laughs>
3: <Okay>. <laughs> he had to blow the game because some dudes from Tunisia were, like, <laughs> causing a ruckus.
1: Uh, Danny, how how did Natalie take it? Um, because, you know, she's a newer Chiefs fan. She's used to the good life at this point.
0: Yeah, So wh- how would
1: that play out? She was, you know, she
2: became... Uh, uh, you know, very maternal about it, just making sure I was good, and was yeah. an MVP at the party. You know, uh, took over the is. grill. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not yeah. going to name names, but a buddy of a mutual friend of mine and Jamel's was there, and as his <laughs> contribution to the uh, the proceedings, he brought a, just a shitload of vegetables to throw on the grill, which would have been fine if he hadn't shown up an hour later or an, an hour yeah. late to the game when the grill I when mean, the coals were already cold. Uh, so we had to fire up new yeah. coals to grill up some fucking zucchini.
3: Yeah, in the middle of the game. In Ugh. the middle of the game. Rough. So
2: she took over it the whole really grill good just to protect me from uh, what was about to happen.
1: What do you think going forward? Because... Like I was alluding to earlier, the the Mahomes mortality and the inevitability. Like, there was this sense, like, since we've been doing this show, like, that I had anyway. It was like, the Chiefs are going to rattle off Super Bowl after Super Bowl. They're going to win at least, like, X amount of the next 10. Um, And that seems less certain now. And I don't know. Just like. Cool. You think they just. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Like, I thought we were
2: going to talk about fucking Jim Harbaugh and the Vikings. All right, let's yeah. talk about moving let's talk on. About, let's talk about I'm Chiefs triggered. Rams. I haven't uh, even been on the internet since the this is the first time I've I know. jumped online to talk football. Well it's the first
1: time I've talked to you since the game. So But Chiefs Rams. There's a lot of thoughts um, I have for sure. We'll get to it. We have an uh, off season. Niners Rams. Uh to me, Shanahan blew this game. I know there's a dropped uh Tart interception at the end that was just insane. I don't know how he drops that pick. Uh but the, the, there's a sequence in the second half where they have the second and one, third and one, fourth and one, and then they punt from like four. They're forty. You could even have attempted a field goal, and they punted. Like at some point, you got to gain a yard to if you're going to win this game. And I thought he punted on the Ram side of the field three times in that game, like in Ram territory, <laughs> like. I know being conservative has paid off so far in the playoffs, but... dude, It
3: almost worked.
1: They couldn't run the ball all game, which was strange. Like, the Niners if are such a had, good running team.
3: If it wasn't Jimmy back there... Jimmy was fine that last until they Jimmy needed was fine. him at the end. He was but fine all Jimmy's, game. It's like, always been Jimmy's problem.
1: Yeah, he was bad that's in, Jimmy's the, pro- in the fourth yeah. quarter. Trash.
2: If
3: that's like the, Jimmy's worst version, problem. Yeah, if the
1: worst Trey version, yeah, he the If Trey Lance, if it turns out
2: that Trey Lance can throw three good passes a game and run the ball on some of these option plays where, where he might need to, he's better than Jimmy G. So I'm you for might sure well getting
3: a Trent James. Williams, I'm getting a Trent Williams jersey from this season, though. Very proud white, of my man. The white, the white, white one, one? With
1: the 75. It's yeah, it's yeah, a beautiful, beautiful, it is jersey. really nice. Uh, I gotta give me one of them. Also, yeah, Trey Lance. On one second, one third, and one fourth, and one you can't get this guy on the field to do one of those little QB reads or just go straight forward for one yard. You drafted him third overall. Utilize him. He's it not ready, you know, he,
2: Dan. He's not. He ready. can They're run. He's ready
1: to, out ready out to do that. Him.
3: He can do. He that. He is ready to do that.
1: It's just like excuse I don't, me, or at least he should be. And then you know the very last drive, like Shanahan just breaks out the three worst plays that you could call. In these situations, Debo's not even on the field for one of them. Like, I didn't understand part of the Shanahan approach. Maybe he was shell-shocked that they blew a 10-point lead in the second half. I don't know. Um, but, fun game to be at. Uh, it was 50-50. I would say is just as many Rams and Niners fans. So is is cool. Uh, it is a nightmare to get into. I can't believe how inefficient that is. Um, Let me ask this. Are the, are the Niners done? You were so willing to spit
2: on the grave of Good the question. Kansas City Chiefs. You think the Niners come back after two, <sighs> two consecutive – well, not consecutive, but just two very obvious mismanaged halves that ended
1: in devastating losses.
3: Well, unless they go get Aaron Rodgers, no.
1: If they go get Aaron Rodgers – They'll be great. Or Tom Brady is another rumor because, you know, those barrier connections. Uh, it seems clear. The only thing that seems clear is they're done with Jimmy G he's did. He already thanked the fans. You saw John Lynch talking to him after the game, like he's done, which is why I said goodbye to him earlier in the show. Cause <laughs> Jimmy G will never be in a championship game again. So he's out of our lives at this point for all intents and purposes. And uh, so what if he goes to the Packers? It, I don't know. I'm just They'll be terrible. He's, yeah, gonna, something. he's horrible. He this is the perfect team for him. They they basically uh he's shielded not. all of his flaws. But he's he's pretty bad. The question for me is what is Trey Lance? And that'll be the question that'll answer your question of what happens to the Niners. Like if that dude can play, then they'll be good. But if not, they'll suck.
2: So there's it hope all, to be coming. had for the losers of good team. The Russell team is good. You know, you want to talk about who should be the most upset after championship weekend. I mean, it it could be me definitely, but I actually (laughs) think it should be the bills fans because we did all that. Like you said earlier, just to make it mean nothing. And we already have the super bowl in the bank. You guys blew your best super bowl chance in, in decades.
3: God damn. Just
2: for no, for nothing. So that you can watch the Bengals hop on board the the he's the best in the league elite QB wagon.
3: I mean, I'm happy for the rant. I'm happy for Matt Stafford, though. You know, just 10 years of just ass football. I feel bad for, uh, I feel worse for Chris Johnson, of all people. <laughs> I'm thinking of? Megatron? What was Calvin. Calvin. Yeah. Calvin Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Calvin Johnson's at the house like, fuck, that looks fun.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He should come true. out of retirement just for this game. It was just I mean, him they-
3: and Matt Stafford alone against management as we found out. This is what NFL teams do. The, t- the, the Lions have been trying to tank for all these years. You got these two all-time guys together yeah. just with a bunch of idiots, the replacements featuring Calvin Johnson and Matt Stafford. It must have been infuriating.
2: That's true. And I mean it it seems like the Rams are willing to buy themselves a Super Bowl. So you might as well knock on you know, Megatron's door yeah, and get him up yeah.
1: up. Well, that's kind of the, the fun storyline here is that the Rams are playing at home for weirdly the second straight year in a row this has happened. They spent a kajillion dollars on this team and on the stadium. If they don't win the Super Bowl at any point during this kind of iteration of the team, it's a massive fucking failure. Then you have the Bengals have this hot shot who moves to town. No one can get a real read on him. You're just like, why, does, why is this even happening? like you're saying it's house money and so it is another underdog story like the Bengals should not be able to beat this Rams team the Rams but team is we... mega is megatron to bring it back to Calvin Johnson they are all the best parts of the league under one roof
2: we are not no going one to can have stop anything stop jamar chase oh that's Die. true yeah jamar chase is but megatron. continue to... uh i was just going to say we're not going to have anything to talk about next week if we continue down this path true. we will be true. completely devoid of content for our loyal and ever-growing fan base of listeners.
3: Say something <laughs> about Jim Harbaugh right now, Dan.
2: I... Uh, oh, the Dan, Dan. Yeah, please. Dan. Take over. <laughs> uh,
1: Jim Harbaugh is an intense guy. Uh, he kind of is like a Mike Zimmer, which is strange to me. Like, they're kind of the same guy. Uh, so I don't see exactly why you do this move, other than he's more popular than Zimmer. Um, but they're defensive minded. They're very conservative. They're old school. Uh, it's the same guy to me. So I, I'm a little bit. It's a head scratcher. But he's a good. You coach. gotta make a
2: splash. You gotta do something yeah. because the Vikings fans are getting tired of watching Kirk Cousins not give them what they were promised when they had a would good Harbaugh team. Would Harbaugh go
3: get Kaepernick? Would Harbaugh? <laughs> would he? That was his guy.
1: The great question, actually. That's that's a good angle um, because yeah. Would he direct do it? Kaepernick could text him right now, like, what's up? He could. How's it They'd been, Coach? Went to the Super Bowl together.
3: Was he okay? Who was gone the next year? Was Harbaugh was still there? Like, when does the shit start falling apart with Kaepernick? And Harbaugh? Starts,
1: oh, he was Harbaugh got fired in the after the midst of a pretty good season, actually. Um oh. and then there's kind of the Alex Smith Kaepernick battle. Um, as far as i remember they lost back to back NFC Bowl, championships yeah. and i think Harbaugh After got the fired. Super Bowl. Yeah. There was no
2: more Alex Smith after the Super Bowl after they after Cap got into the Super Bowl. Right. Cap just started to kind of fall apart a little bit. Like not He was physically, Yeah, He wasn't he was very good. Injured and Yeah, i
3: remember that. After I remember the slide. Yeah. I remember the slide started. So then Harbaugh leaves then Cap's gone. Yep. Oh, so okay. what
1: happens is Coach Tom Sula comes in
3: mm, the next is- year,
1: and I think that's when Cap is just gone, and it's Blaine Gabbert, and then Chip Kelly comes back, but then Cap is still playing. But I guess Cap was benched, or was he hurt? That whole Tom. Oh, Sula there's no year? way Chip Kelly
3: was going to let him play.
1: He well under Chip, he was the leading passer on the team. So, um, but they went Niners- two and fourteen. And that was the kneeling season, so they were terrible that year. Yeah, and you should be happy um, to be in in championship games. They've been in, weirdly, in a lot of them recently. They've been five of the last 11, and they just can't seem to win the whole thing. Um, Oh, too bad.
3: Too bad they got got five Super Bowls already. I'm sorry that it happened before everybody watching was alive, but uh, (laughs) big fucking deal.
1: All right, let's move into our mailbag.
3: You've got mail.
1: The mail is intensifying because it's the most football time of the football year. Uh, so I'm going to read a letter right here. I got a letter from a guy named Scooter Puff Jolly. Scooter writes, uh, Hi, I don't know who I need to talk to, but this Bengals sports ball nonsense is ruining my goddamn life. I have eight kids and their punk asses need to go to school. But no, our city canceled school on the Monday after the Super Bowl. What the hell am I supposed to do with these kids? I have to go to work. These damn kids have nowhere else to go. If I see Joe Burrow in the streets, it's on like donkey, sch- it's on like donkey schlong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for that ass, Burrow. Signed, Scooter Puff Jolly. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this. Cincinnati canceled school on the Monday after the Super Bowl. And it's Can't wait. Parents- Chili and it's spaghetti pissing- for everybody. It's pissing parents off everywhere. I bet. And fuck your kids.
3: Yeah, take them to McDonald's twice. Shut up. <laughs> Danny, you got a letter?
1: Yeah, I pulled, a, I pulled
2: one from the bottom of the bag. Uh, first time I think I've done that. Hey, this mm. is Bill Belichick. Mm. I just wanted to say I love the show. You should be commended for everything you've accomplished in such a short amount of time. This year, the show has been better than ever. You've dealt with world-changing issues, brought on huge, thought-provoking guests, and spoke truth to power, all while keeping that signature sense of humor that I love. You're bringing in new fans every day, and your influence over the industry can only get bigger. You haven't even hit your creative peak yet, so I can't wait to see what you do next. I hope the whole country is tuning in for 2022. You've earned it. Signed, Bill Belichick. Oh, and wait, hold on. There's actually, like, another letter in this envelope. Oh, no. I got a follow-up letter. Sorry, I fucked this up. I double-checked and I misread the address. This was supposed to go to Joe Rogan. Sorry about that, BB.
3: (laughs) Oh, man. I hope and Flores wins the Dolphins. (laughs) I hope they have to give him the Dolphins.
1: I do hope that owner is forced to give up the team. I mean, that's a tanking in basketball is one thing, and football, like, it's you're like hurting the competition. Like the game is lessened if you're actually trying to lose. That's I'm a rough. Look. Like, it is.
3: What if Bill Belichick thinks everybody's black?
1: <laughs> he doesn't see color.
3: Have we? Yeah. All he sees is other way. red,
2: white, and blue of the Patriots.
3: <laughs> he only sees black people walking around when he looks in the mirror. He's that black. would be
2: that would be a serious upset if uh, Stephen Ross, Dolphins owner, gets kicked out before Dan Snyder. But
3: yeah, it would be. But it's warranted. My God, man! I yeah, yeah. Can't wait to see how this one plays out.
1: Uh, Jamal, you got a letter?
3: Uh, yeah, I got a letter. This one comes to us from Baby Nut. Uh, hey, what's going on, folks? Big fan of the show. And all of you guys can kiss my fucking ass. Dan and Danny in particular. This Super Bowl was supposed to be my big return. I was going to be teenage nut. And I'm growing up and I got an attitude and I'm skateboarding. And all that had to happen was a Chiefs Niners Super Bowl. And to you two fucking idiots kept stepping on your own fucking scrotums and couldn't get out of your way and blocked me from my successes. Both of you can go to hell. Baby Nut out.
2: I don't see why they still can't do Teenage Nut.
3: Agreed. I think it would be fun. A little suggestive, but... Who plays him? I mean, Big Mouse on TV.
2: Do do you get, like, uh, that... uh... Jacob Tremblay or something play this guy? Yeah, you get somebody from
3: Euphoria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get a Euphoria. That's
2: what we know about teenagers. teenagers (laughs) That's our limit.
3: Stack a couple Euphoria's on top of each other and you make them Teenage Nut.
1: Yeah, get JoJo Siwa in there somewhere. I don't know. (laughs) For those who don't remember, Baby Nut was a, a campaign by Planters. To reintroduce or cause they killed off Mr. Peanut, right? Mr. Peanut yeah, died. Yeah, this
3: is just a return. So then yeah. they
1: it was basically like a Christ like uh the heir to the
3: throne, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So now we really won't I mean if the Bible is any indicator, we won't see Baby Nut again until he's like thirty one years old or whatever it is and goes around doing good works.
3: That could be fun, actually. I'm I'm looking forward to this now.
1: Uh Jamel, you got any final thoughts on the week?
3: Um, if anybody in LA knows where to get the bootlegs, let me know. I do not want to have to go to SoFi to get a bootleg t-shirt, but I will do what's necessary. Smart. Just holler at me. Any of the channels. Send a message somewhere. Message in a bottle.
1: Uh, Danny, final thoughts?
3: Just that
2: I don't care. Uh, anymore. That's the biggest (laughs) stories. You know, I've I've fucked Tom Brady retiring. Fuck you, Tom Brady, for all the years that you polluted the playoffs and the Super Bowls with your shitty broccoli-eaten presents and your avocado smoothies and fuck yourself. And then the Super Bowl, you know, whatever. Cincinnati is basically Kentucky, so I'm not rooting for them. And LA is awful. We know that. LA is awful and the people here are garbage, and I wish them only ill will. And, you know, let me into the movie business. That's all I want. Just do that, and I'll, <laughs> I'll care about the people.
1: Uh, yeah, my final thoughts this week are looking forward to uh, talking Bengals Rams thoughts and previewing this halftime show, trying to figure out exactly what some of these the, if we can nail the exact playlist, that would would be uh, something that would be incredible to me. So I think we should try. I've been something in the like lab,
3: that. I've been in the lab yeah. tinkering with some stuff with, some, with a pen and a pad, trying they to get got, this damn label off.
1: They only got like fifteen, eighteen minutes. How many songs can you squeeze in? We know all their songs.
3: I want to. So, s- I think they can do thirty-one songs. That's too many
1: songs. Are we going We're gonna get nothing but a G
2: thing, right? I mean.
1: Oh yeah, we're gonna get. Uh, absolutely. We're gonna get. What's getting... my
2: name for a couple bars of what's my name when Snoop comes out?
3: Maybe yep. keep the it, heads it... ringing.
2: I would actually enjoy here. That's a lesser played Dre track that I don't. I would love hear it. Hear enough. But
1: feels feels like a stretch, but it. I guess it's a it's a long shot for sure. Sorry, we're sorry. Yeah, sorry. Super sorry.
3: yeah.
1: I'm sorry.